space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is The Lake Beast Starring Allie Fisher as Meredith Chesterfield Branson Reese as Liberty Balboa Carly Minardo as Katya Bushnikova Christopher Hastings as Dr. Dewey Tim Platt as Gelmir Lysander and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Ensign's log. Space date 948382.8. Well, log, it's mission time again. But not a cool one, like becoming best buds with an alien prince or fighting in the war or becoming best buds with a war. No, this time I'm going with a team to survey the planet Floridex 2. Snooze. <laughs> Actually, does my snooze button have an on steroid setting? <laughs> no, but seriously, log. We're literally going there to collect soil samples. <laughs> How am I ever going to become captain or impress Meredith, who has communicated to me that she needs consistent impressing, or live up to my potential with these lame assignments? I won't be 23 forever. I just hope that there's something cooler down there that I'm not expecting. That would be impossible. Life isn't like how it is in the storybooks. We open on the lush world of Floridex 2. The trunks of beautiful upside-down trees sway peacefully in the breeze, their bare roots shooting up to the pale pink sky. Fizzle bees, known for taking decades to conceive their young, fornicate slowly in the grow bushes. We hear a familiar flash as several crew members of the CSS Cavalier teleport to the surface. Gelmir Lysander, tall, lean, with a scar across his face. He looks around, prepared to take charge. He wants to be a captain someday. Next to Gelmeyer is his affianced, the beautiful Meredith Chesterfield. She is gorgeous. Behind the two of them is Katya Bushnikova, the chief engineer of the CSS Cavalier. She is wearing the engineer's jumpsuit and has feathered platinum blonde hair and an angular, severe but comely face. In front of them is the ship's cook, Liberty Balboa, a six and a half foot tall cockroach for the planet of Philadelphia. I wear a, uh, I got a dirty uh, apron on it that says I, Liberty Bell. P-H-I for Philadelphia. And I got a, a chef's hat on. In my top right hand or left, I forget, is a golden spatula. And somewhere in there is Dr. Thomas Dewey, an older man, beautiful, in a white lab coat and a just a preposterously 
patterned uh, Hawaiian shirt, uh, some cargo shorts, and of course, a saber buckled to my belt. I'm your ear, nose, and throat doctor. All right, crew. We all are here for a reason. I know I gotta look at soil samples. But I'm here to do it. So, everyone, do what you're supposed to do so we can get out of here and back to the ship. Amazing, babe. I'm gonna go look for diamonds. You got diamonds? I don't have them yet. I'm looking for them. No, I mean, you got, like, that was what you were tasked to do? Yeah. I got dirt and you got diamonds? Well, I got diamond rings. Isn't that so us? Isn't that crazy? Different sides, because the pressure on the dirt creates a diamond, and the pressure that you give to me makes me a better man. You guys are having this conversation on either side of Katja. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, as we know, I am here to test soil for galaxian deposits, so I am fortunately, I am with Gelmeyer. Aw. Aw. Yourself. And I'm here to make sure if you, uh, you know, breathe something bad or fall down a cliff and hurt your body... I know all sorts of medical tricks to make sure you won't die. I'm a doctor. Yeah, and I'm here to get a look at that lake beast. What? There's a lake beast? Oh, yeah? You don't know about the lake beast? No, I don't know. What, are you stupid? I'm not stupid. Well, then why don't you know about the lake beast? Because I have to focus on the dirt. Can I come with you to fight the... Uh, uh, Gummer looks up in the sky. Can I go with him to look at the (laughs) lake beast instead of looking at the dirt? Who are you speaking to? Oh, man. Are you looking where you imagine the ship to be in the sky? Or, or God. I'm looking at the ship up there, hoping they'll hear my prayer. What's weird about looking up to the sky to see the ship? And and hope- we have comm badges you can talk directly into and talk to the ship. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, Gelmir Princess's comm badge. Hello. Um, sorry, Lieutenant Junior Grade Bub's real. Hi. Hey, um, can I go with Liberty to look at the monster instead of looking at the soil? Um, I have you down here to collect soil samples. I press my own combat. Oh, come on. We'll be good. We won't stay up late or nothing. I have you down as cook. Yeah, I'm the cook. Okay. I wasn't supposed to go on this trip. I just got to look at that lake beast. You are there to cook for the survey team. Oh, I'm there to cook yeah, for the survey yeah. Well, I don't read the report. I don't, I don't read the assignments. Okay, fine. I'll cook for the team. I'm also going to look at the lake beast. Dr. Dewey presses his badge. I'm allowed to go wherever I, I want. I want The lake beast sounds dangerous. He could get hurt. He need um, medical attention. I need you to go to wherever there is an injured party member. Oh, uh, th- that's going to be with me. That's I'm going to get hurt by the lake beast. <laughs> I won't. The lake beast is going to try to hurt me, and I'm going to dodge over here. And it's going to try to hurt me again, and I'll dodge over here. And then it's going to try to hurt me again, and it'll jump up so super high, and I'll lift my fist to up, and I'll slam it back down on the lake beast. It'll be so scary. Okay, I have to help. There's an asteroid field coming, okay? Bye. Bye, Bubs Real. I miss you. <laughs> Katya. Yes. Are you come come with me? I will go wherever there is soil. I have to scan multiple samples of soil. Don't you have a more important task right now? What do you mean? I'm picking out my wedding dress. <laughs> is your wedding dress on floor decks too? No, I have pictures. Okay. I will go with you first and test for galaxian deposits nearby. You and your uh, tablet full of photos. Amazing. Gelmeyer, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. And Katya, get the deposits over there. I'll get the deposits by the lake. We'll split up, compromise, and do everything we've ever wanted. You're going to do great. You're going to do amazing. And whatever you pick is fine by me. I just want you to be happy. Just go around me. I like that you're in between us. You're so cute when you're in between us. Yeah. Uh, Oh my god, she's like our daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I am older than both of you. Even though I do want a son. 
What? Yeah. I would consider it a disappointment if I didn't have a son. Okay. We will talk about this later. I'm down with it. The artist eventually. I was a son once. What? Dr. Dewey interjects helpfully. Oh. I still am, I suppose. Congrats. We, we cut to Dewey's mom. She's doing a crossword. We cut back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how's everyone's health? God, I, I missed the days off. So boring. You're all so capable. What are you talking about? We all mess up in our own different ways. I do not. I take multivitamins. The last time I saw blood outside of someone's body was last week. I'm dying over here. I'm so freaking bored. Hey, well, I'll do what I can to help you out. I'm going to live recklessly and irresponsibly, and that lake beast is going to fucking hurt me bad. I'm going to need you. Thanks, Roachman. That's right. All right, cool car over here. Me and Dewey are going to go look at a monster. Wait, me too, me too. I'm part of the cool car. Bye, Meredith. Have a good time. Bye. Don't forget to eat. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Meredith. He's going with a, a cook. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's so lovely. Okay. I love chefs. Oh, you do? I love chef culture. Do I have a shot? <laughs> Pardon? Do I have a shot? With me? Yeah. Romantically? Yeah. I don't see a ring. I'm affy. Oh, well, I'm here looking for him. Meredith, I, I, I trust you completely, but I wouldn't mind just hearing you like uh, explicitly uh, turning him down because that does something for me. Uh-oh. Jealous boyfriend alert. Someone's insecure. Pretty toxic trait, if you ask me. Dr. Dewey, I, once again, you're trying to fix something that isn't broken. I'm not jealous. I just kind of... And now you're gaslighting. Gilmire, wow. you're like a loaded gun. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> look at all this dirt. How will we ever test all of it? And look at all these dresses. Come on. Okay, goodbye. B bye. All right, we all leave going for the lake beast, just chanting, boys, 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 boys. boys, boys, boys. <laughs> and we leave we'll, we'll going to soil. <laughs> Shouting, <laughs> girls, girls, girls. definitely girls. shouting, girls. Girls, girls. <laughs> Come on, Katya. I'm coming. At first, though, we follow the boys. Yeah. Talking A-plot, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I stand on the top of, like, a, a big boulder. I'm just, like, looking out like a like one of my pioneer ancestors, one of the, the Philadelphian pioneers. Uh, I look out and say, oh, boy, I can't wait to see that lake beast. I'm going to make it grant me a wish, which it's said to do. Really? What do you all want to wish for? If you could wish for anything in the world, what would it be? Why don't you start us off, Gilmeyer? That was a pretty leading question. It seems like you have a wish in mind. <sighs> don't make fun, but I want to be the next captain of this ship, all right? We've been without a captain for so long, it would mean a lot to me if me, a guy who started his career on the ship, became the captain of the ship. Yeah, I, I've seen you every day in the cafeteria writing your affirmations in a notebook. Gilmer Lysander will be captain. Gilmer Lysander deserves to be captain. Yeah. Gilmer Lysander, captain. Captain, cap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah. I just write captain, and, yeah. I look, and, I, and, I, and I write captain again on the word I already wrote, captain, and I just like try to make it darker and bigger and like more scrawled out, kind of like, like a serial killer did it, um, because I want it so badly. But you saw that? Yes. Hmm. My wish is for when another ship passes us by, I want to open the window to the Cavalier, exposing myself to raw space. I want to throw a rock at the other ship and make it blow up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, not get in trouble, right? I, I don't even care. I just want to see. But, no, yeah, definitely, ideally, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, I think about that all the time, like, how cool it is to blow up stuff in space, and it's why I, like, like to be a doctor in space. It's like getting to, like, see the battles. But there's always trouble. 
Yeah, but my wish is there's no trouble for me. Oh, that's wonderful. What's your wish, Dr. Dewey? We also did wish. Now you gotta say yours. <sighs> I hope I turn 65 years old someday. <laughs> How old are you now? 63. <laughs> okay. All right, we're doing pretty good. Okay, that's a wish. Someday. <laughs> you know the exact day, really. <laughs> I'm, wor- I'm worried about dying before then. Oh, sure. Well, hopefully this lake beast won't tear us asunder. It won't. We're going to protect each other. But while we're here, I really should look at some of those soil samples. Gelmir, uh, are, are we by the, the lake right now? You're surrounded by woods. You don't know where this lake is or even which lake on this entire planet could contain this lake beast. Oh, shit. Planets are so big. Well, here. We'll see what the soil says. and Maybe it'll give us some clues. Gelmir lifts his fist in the air and then opens it <laughs> into a claw. He turns that claw upside down. And so it's now he's just, his arm is hanging next to his side. He then picks up his, his elbow and plummets his <laughs> his hand into the ground. Do walking L- next. <laughs> <laughs> Lifting out the dirt from the ground. And he, and he then opens his claw hand, dropping the dirt into a vial. A big vial. <laughs> you didn't describe how the vial got there. No, all you just want to hear about that. <laughs> In the half hour that it took Gelmeyer to do this, <laughs> uh, the other two have been walking, looking for a lake. Yeah, Gelmer, make a feelings roll. <gasps> I got a six. Gelmer, you get that soil into that big old vial. Good job. Thanks, man. And, oh, for a second you think you've lost your two friends, but no, oh, there they are. Leave me oh, never mind. Hey, guys, what up? Oh, brother, I thought we lost him. Ah, we were so close to losing the nerd. I'm not the nerd. I'm the leader. Just, I, I've been tasked. I have an obligation to do science stuff this time. I wouldn't do it normally. No, dude, in any group of three, there's always a nerd. You're the nerd, dude. But he's literally a doctor. He does science. No, he's the cool old guy. He's like the mentor. Look at my shirt and my saber. He's the he's the cool old party animal. You're the nerd, and I'm the badass pimp who doesn't take doesn't take <laughs> shit from anybody. Yeah, and he's a cockroach. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Who's gonna call a cockroach a nerd? <laughs> Come on, dude. The facts are the facts. You're right. For this one mission, I'll be a nerd. <laughs> hey. Uh, um, where's the graph? <laughs> uh, you would know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but what's up ahead? Wait, what did you, wait, the fucking, the dirt in the vial, what are you even doing that for? What was the point of that? Were, weren't you using that to try to find water? That's so true. Uh, Gelmir, <laughs> Gelmir looks into the vial, uh, at the dirt, and then he, um, reaches into his other pocket, his other pocket. <laughs> um, and, uh, 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 Gelmir, uh, Well, Gelmir's got two pockets. He's got two pockets. Nerd. And then <laughs> um, he takes out a little tincture and drops uh, droplets into the to the soil. Great. What are you trying to do with that? I want to uh, study the soil and hopefully it can give me direction to the Tim water. looked at Joe as if to say, like, it couldn't be any clearer. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you know. Take it away, Joe. You know what happens next. We're in studio so everyone can see when Tim says he drops a tincture into the soil and then looks at me like, and? naturally, the next thing is... Uh, yeah, Gelmer, after dropping your tincture into the vial, the soil glows with like a faint green color. And then you realize, of course, you pull out your Enviro scanner and hold it up to the vial to get a proper analysis. Huh, I've learned something. 
And Joe, what have I learned? <laughs> Uh, the soil has a higher than normal phosphorus content. This has a higher than normal phosphorus content. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how your face is dripping on It's like side. watching Joe play tennis against a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't learned anything about where the water is. Your guess is as good as mine. Gilmer, make another feelings roll. Gladly. I got two, baby, and that's my laser feelings. Oh! oh. oh. Thank Gilmer, you. Uh, want to ask me a question? Um, yeah, where, what direction do we need to go to to get to this lake? Gilmer, you focus in on these readings. You're getting so much information. You're seeing and understanding these kinds of soil samples in a way you never have before. You're getting more, you're like, it's like the moment where you stop, like, thinking about the foreign language you're learning and you start thinking in the language. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've reached that. You've understood it fully. And as you do, you realize that you can't analyze the soil in a way that tells you what direction a specific lake is in. The phosphorus Oh my god. Gelmir puts on glasses he had never worn before and pushes them right up close to his eyes. Oh my god. I got no idea what the lake is. And Gelmer, you realize when you look up, you're saying that to no one. Huh? Dewey and Liberty have left you behind again. You're all alone in the woods. And what you really need now more than ever, a map. We cut now to Meredith and Katya. Earls. Many <laughs> arrests. <laughs> wow. This is so exciting. We never get to hang out like this. You're now you're always busy when I try and do movie nights. Well, you always try to have movie nights in the middle of the workday. As I don't like to work. (laughs) (laughs) Do you? No, who does? I love my job. It is the entire reason for my existence. We are so cookie together. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are cookies together. Cookies? Yes. That's Um, I have protein bar in my pocket. Oh. What's wrong with it? It is plant-based protein. This is what I'm talking about. I don't want that. Well, why did you why did you turn serious all of a sudden? I don't know, because you're all always like... All of a like, sudden, you are a serious woman. I'm like, let's do this. And you're like, what's the least fun version of that? We got to get you. We got to shake you up. You picked me for your maid of honor, despite oh. the fact that we barely spoke. This is so good for us, though, because we're going to get to know each other. And then I'll be like... Who is she? And then you'll tell me, but it'll be things that aren't like protein bar. Okay, what do you want to know? Well, okay, <laughs> I'm supposed to find out where the diamond rings are, but I realize you don't know the answer to that question. Um, what was your first car? What was my first car? What was your first um, personal transportation vehicle? I did not have personal vehicle. I took the bus like every other good citizen in the Astro-Soviet Collective. Oh. We took turns driving it, too. I learned how to drive when I was nine years old. A bus? Yes. We, ca- <laughs> we, we flash to Katya's CDL. We flash back. Wait, what's CDL? Commercial driver's license. Oh. <laughs> and her picture is of her, her as a nine-year-old. It's just yeah. the top of her she's head. She's <laughs> <laughs> You can see that she's got like the, the like the kind of braces that has like yeah. headgear. And listeners, yes, she is an organ donor. <laughs> <laughs> One listener's like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl. I need a fictional kidney. 
by the way, Katja has like one earbud in that uh, is connected to a device she's holding in her hand that she's using to scan the soil for um, galaxium deposits. There's a frequency that she mm. recognizes. Yeah. So she's got one ear on Meredith and the other on her job. Yeah. And um, part of the Chesterfield conglomerate's uh, backstory on how we got so much money is that Chesterfields are extraordinarily good at simply um, sniffing out uh, like rare metals and you know jewels and gems, mm-hmm. just like as individuals. So that's you know. Just so like you choose. can you can smell like a little truffle pig. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think that's great. That's exactly what it's like. Okay, cool. So she's kind of close to the ground. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess she's like she's like on all fours. That's fantastic. Like looking yeah. up at Katya, and smelling. And, Crawling. Actually, if we are talking personal things, I have a question for you. Yeah. You seem to attract a lot of... Gelmeyer. Well, yes, definitely him. But I was going to say, even Liberty, you have the allure that draws people to you in a romantic way, perhaps even a sexual way. I think it's my beauty. (laughs) (laughs) That would make sense. However, I am what is known in Astro-Soviet Collective as a catch. And yet here, I feel like I am on apps. I am, I am. (laughs) I am on apps, you know, I go to the bar after my 14 hour shift and I, and I (laughs) sit and I read books and nobody approaches me. Uh Uh-huh. What, like, what kind of book are we talking about? Usually textbooks. Textbooks. Yes. (laughs) Or, uh. Never graphic novels. (laughs) Volumes of reference. Okay. I've seen this. Log books. Many logbooks. Yeah, we cut to Katya sitting at the bar on the Cavalier, reading an atlas. She is wearing a Snuggie. (laughs) (laughs) Men and women are just bouncing (laughs) off of the... uh... (laughs) Running as far as they can away. (laughs) One runs through the window and is sucked into space. (laughs) Are you trying to, like, catch somebody through, like, displaying your interests and therefore, like, they're like, oh, I love logbooks, so I'm... I would like to date this person. I simply would like to perhaps have, you know, a dinner with someone. Love dinner. You know, or like have a coffee drink with someone and have yes. conversation about mutually stimulating topics. At the end of the day, perhaps we stimulate each other physically. And then I get to go to work. Yeah. And you're talking about sex. Yes. Okay, great. It's just like, that is such a fucked way to say that. <laughs> what is fucked about it? Well, it's like... You nothing. know, I am starting to regret letting you know me. No! I should have stuck to... I should have no, stuck no, no, to... No, no, no. I should have stuck to look, listening to Dirt. Instead, no. you're making me feel like freak show. Meredith uh, crawls up her to stand. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little bit abrasive. There's a reason why there wasn't an obvious pick for someone to be my friend, except for a stranger. I have a little trouble with people, but I am just trying to get to know you. So maybe I'm a little bit opinionated and maybe I'm very rich and that's intimidating. But please just give me some time to connect with you like a normal guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like a guy normal. I don't know. I was trying to make joke. Oh, yes. He is the person we both know. Yes. 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 Okay. I just, well, yeah. this dirt doesn't sound like there's any galaxium in it, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any diamonds either. Can you both make lasers rolls for me? I got 
a five, which is my laser feelings. Ooh. Oh! I got a two, which is lower than four. So I got a success. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Katya, do you want to ask me a question? Yeah. Um, is there any Galaxian on this planet? <gasps> Katya, just in that moment when you're having this real heart-to-heart with Meredith, you're really being vulnerable in a way you haven't been with anyone on the ship, even Mitzi. <laughs> Especially ah. <laughs> She's not here right now. We cut to Mitzi in a very large room and she just looks at a wall. A single bolt pops out of the wall and a little bit of oil starts trickling out. <laughs> oh, jeez. We cut back. But, Katya, in that moment you are distracted because in that earpiece you hear for the first time a little... Tingle, tingle, tingle. <gasps> yeah? No, shut You're up. Go- Sorry. Be quiet. Okay, so no on the... There's Galaxium. Ooh. Katya, you can tell, based on your readings, that there is likely a Galaxium source about five clicks away to okay. the north. She's going to take off. Okay. <laughs> she takes off in, a, in, like, a Tom Cruise run where her, like, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got, we like, all chop- know. She's got yeah, choppy yeah. hands. The most iconic run in yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Cool. Meredith runs normal. Uh, look right behind her, and she's excited and is sort of scanning the area as they're running, but she's just like, okay, we're on a mission. Meredith, you trip. Uh-oh. <laughs> Make another lasers roll. Okay. I got one. Success. Great. It's not that bad. You catch, you know, you break the fall. Nothing happened! <laughs> but you look back and see you've knocked over a rock, and underneath it yeah. are fistfuls of perfectly ring-shaped diamonds. So, Meredith... Claws her hand. She claws her hand <laughs> and she she lifts it up into the air. And then when it's in the air up towards the sky, she sort of turns it and then her elbow is like out, like straight out yeah, yeah, to yeah. the side, and the arm of is course. down. And then she she drops the hand into the the diamonds. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is so hot. Uh, and then she grabs them. This claws is the best them. way to describe things. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she like pulls the claw out, and then her hand it's full of diamonds, right? Yeah. So then she takes out well, another the fingers little are bag. Probably covered in the diamonds because they're covered in the shaped. diamonds. Exactly. She takes out a little bag uh-huh. that was there, and then she puts them in um, the bag. Where did you train as an improviser? That was incredible. Oh my god, thank you. Um, France. Oh. <laughs> ah, the, the Commedia dell'arte. It's Italian. <laughs> Tim just said, I'm like, whoa, got Acted like you knew. <laughs> we cut now back to Gilmer, lost and alone. He's not clawing anything right now. I knew what happened. They saw me pushing back on being the nerd. They saw me reject my role in the Trinity of Guys. How can I be a captain if I can't even accept my role in the Trinity of Guys? Galmer, in this adventure, you are not the captain. And then, suddenly, a tiny cube appears floating over your shoulder. It says, How do you cube? It's me, listeners, Cubic. Galmer's cube friend. I'm from a cube-shaped planet. My laser feeling number, I believe, is four. <laughs> I have a little blue baby's head sticking up like a Rubik's Cube, but every side is a different solid color, and there's a little baby head sticking off of one of the sides, and two little blue baby feet dangling down from the bottom. Boy, you're sure in a sticky situation. And it's my fault, Cubic. I know. 
<laughs> Promise me this. In this adventure, if I ever try to reject being the nerd, you stop me. I'm going to be the nerd every time I can. That way, I can earn the respect back. How could a cool guy like you ever be the nerd? That's what I thought, but somehow I have to find a way. And maybe it's by being interested in dirt, interested in my mission, in the scientific method, in graphs, in maps. I don't know. I've never been a nerd in my life, and I'm starting now. What do you mean? Cubic, I'm lost. And the only way I can get back is if I change who I am completely to be someone who I never wanted to be. But, Gelmeyer, if you change who you are completely... And Cubic starts to disappear. You, go, you lose me. No, 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 no. Cubic. Goodbye. No, 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 no. I'm... Cubic. God. He's gone. Cubic. Cubic, I'm back. It's Cubic, it's me. I'm not a nerd anymore. I'm not a nerd right now. Cubic, I'm a captain. I'm a captain. Captain Gelmir. Captain Gelmir, with his best friend on his side. All around you, you see soft edges. <laughs> There's not a 90 degree angle in sight. With two opposing forces in his brain, one to accept his role as the trinity of guys and be a nerd, the other to maintain the person who he's been the whole time a captain in training and keep his friend back, there is a glitch. Gelmir cannot handle what he's tasked to do, and he short circuits and falls over, nose flat onto the dirt. Gilmer, yeah, there's no sugarcoating this. This is a low moment for you. Literally, his face is on the dirt. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it's not a dry moment. Huh? Because the dirt you land face first in isn't dry. It's wet. Because you're falling into the shoreline of a lake. <gasps> The lake. Little tiny gentle, you know, the little, just like the hint of a wave sort of laps against your face. Guys, I found the lake. Guys, I found the lake. Cubic, I found the... Me. <laughs> it's not a large lake, but Gelmer, those still waters, they suggest hidden depths. <laughs> having lost his mission, having lost his identity, having lost his best friend, and having forgotten that his... He, he does have a wife. He does have a fiance, which is pretty cool. We're in like act one. <laughs> <laughs> Gelmir walks into the water. Wow. How far do you go? Up to his ankles. He stops. If I walk any further, it's going to get up to my genitals. I don't really want to feel that. From his ankles? <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back. I got to earn keep it back. I got to earn the trinity of guys back. And the only way to do that is to be the nerd and the captain. I somehow have to find a way to make me earnestly nerdy. That way, I'll earn Cubic back. And he will be my best man. Gelmer. Yeah. About 30 feet off the shore of the lake, there's a glimmer under the water. Ugh. Birds fly off. Oh. Wingless forest creatures hide or simply die. Where are you guys going? And then, rising from the lake, an iridescent purple tube emerges. But wait, it's not an iridescent purple tube at all. At the top of that tube, there's a head, like a dinosaur or a dragon, meaning that this tube can only be one thing, a neck. And what a neck it is, nearly 50 feet tall. But enough about this neck, you think. You should really get back to that head. Heads are important after all. And no sooner does Gelmer think that, then the neck cranes down, and the head meets him at eye level. 
Four eyes glimmer like bright sapphires, and barbed whiskers flow from its face. Hello, little one. Welcome to my lake. My name is Goose. Uh, what? <laughs> Are you, um, uh, uh, monster? My name is Goose. Goose, hey, I'm Gelmire. I'm a captain who's really interested in your biology. You don't have to lie to me. Okay, good, because that was kind of a lie in every which way. I heard everything you said before. You listened to all that? Even the stuff that Joe cut because it was too much? Yes, even that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what are you? What is this place? I am me, and I have been here in this lake for a very long time. Are you lonely? I know what that's like. I lost my trinity of guys and my best friend today. Wow. Was your best friend also in your trinity of guys? No. It was a separate unit. See, for me, I have separate units of friends. And different ones fit together in different ways. I got a lot of two undo friendships, trinities, or three three sit together, or larger groups. So yeah, these are actually sort of disconnected groups for me. What about you? Do you got any friends? I am friends with the lake and the forest and all the living things that reside within them. The plants, the animals. Well, Goose, you're not quite right there. You're friends with one more thing. Me. Yell me. Your new friend. How about that? That sounds lovely. Um, Goose, can you show me this beautiful lake? This beautiful land? Do you want me to move aside? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was thinking I sort of ride your back through everything or something. You seem like a friendly companion. We're not there. Okay, understood. I appreciate the communication. I haven't let someone ride me in 10,000 years. Girl... 10,000 years? Dr. Dewey's gotta meet you. He has to know what 65 is like, and you definitely know. If you remembered. Yes, I remember. You do? Of course, little Gilmire. Everyone remembers 65. Well, can you still show me around this land? Can you introduce me to this land? I'm just here to pick up some soil and try to earn my friends back. There may be time for that later, but not now, Gilmire. Why not now? I need your help. You need my help? For what? Well, sometimes... Even the smallest among us can do great things. Hey, I'm not small. Sorry, go on. (laughs) I mean, compare. Comparatively, I am small. There you go. I'm being a nerd already, comparing one element to another. Gilmer, stay focused. Okay. Stay with me, (laughs) Gilmer. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) I need your help. I'll do anything. (laughs) Someone is coming to our world. That means this planet great harm. No. I need you to stop them. In return for your noble aid, you will have this planet's eternal gratitude, and I will even grant you a wish. A wish? So the legends are true. Yes, I accept. I will protect you from this strange stranger who wants to stop you and hurt you. Yeah, I need more info, but I'm definitely down. All right. Thank you, Galvan. I know that you will aid me in this quest, and you will see it through. I promise. I'm the nerd captain. I'll do whatever you say. I'll get fixated on my mission. (laughs) That's the nerd part. And I'll accomplish my goal. That's the captain part. Great. Very excited about part two. 
Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. One part's for me, one, yeah, one for me, yeah, one yeah. for you. That's how I always think about that. And tasks always one for me, one for you. Right. Are you bored of me? You're nodding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm engaging earnestly. I don't know what else I can do. Honestly, you know, I haven't met another person in about a thousand years. Sure, you get And usually when people meet me, they're more odd. Odd? You think? Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, look, I just didn't want to offend you. I've met a lot of different creatures over the many stars in the sky and the many plants we've been to, and you're absolutely amazing, but you're talking to me like a person. And when someone talks to me like a person, I tend to talk to them back. Okay. Is that offensive? I don't want it to be. It's not offensive. I just, I guess, I guess I don't pack the punch I used to. It's all right. No, you pack a punch. You know what? Let me turn off my plans for a second. Oh my! Whoa! No, you're faking it. I you're wasn't. Doing well, it I'm putting humor me. Well, yeah, because I want to show you that I care about. No, yeah, it's fine. Just do the, just save the, save the planet. I'll save the planet. Gummer turns around and faces the obstruction of the lake. Let me at him wherever he is. We fade now back to the landing site. Liberty has returned and set up a makeshift camp for the survey team. Oys! <laughs> <laughs> there are some cheesesteaks on the grill. A few pup tents have been set up. Yeah, I'm like wearing a flannel. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm like Rock Hudson and all that heaven allowed. I'm just like a rustic sort of like I'm like you know, I'm running a hand along the trees and say, the outdoors really suit me. I'm sort of a camp guy, aren't I? To no one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dewey's there. Dewey, what do you think? I think I want a cheesesteak, for God's sake. <laughs> they, I, oh, I use my griddle, uh, my uh, my spatula hand. And I, I, I lift one of the cheesesteaks off the grill, and I toss it into Dewey's open mouth. How? One cheesesteak down. And he, and he opens his mouth again, and then uh, reality strikes him hard as he burps and almost throws up. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey, no, your wish. If you keep slamming cheesesteaks, you're never going to see 65. What do you mean? These aren't healthy. Well, I mean, no, they're good. They're good as shit, but no, no, they'll kill you dead. Oh, no. This is not the first time this has happened to me, Liberty. I've discovered many things that make me feel good, or in fact a lie, meant to shoot me down sooner than I'd like. What are you, what, like drugs? Yeah, drugs. Those feel great. <laughs> Earls. <laughs> yes! Okay, yeah. I, you know, I, 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 it's look, one look. celebratory... Look, look at the galaxium we have found. Oh, hi. We're making food. And I mean, I flip a cheesesteak into Meredith's mouth. Hope. She opens her mouth again, and the reality catches up with her, and she um, burps and then almost throws up. Oh! I flip a cheesesteak into uh, Katya's mouth. Uh, it gets stuck in the, like, aquanet force field around her hair <laughs> and just sort of sticks to the side of her head. Thank you. <sighs> Did Gelmer already eat? He punked out. We were trying to find a sea monster. I'm sorry, what? He just, like, abandoned us in the woods, essentially. Yeah. We were talking what? about how the three of us have the three classic personalities of a triad. You okay. know, the cool old mentor. The badass pimp who doesn't take crap from nobody. That's What's the cockroach. And, and the nerd. And Gelmeyer wouldn't be the nerd, or he wouldn't admit that he was the nerd. No, of course he won't admit he's going to be the nerd. Well, we what? I've made this mistake before. Well, this is my first time hanging out with Gelmeyer that I can remember. Ugh. And I think it's our first time hanging out, too. I think so, too. That's why I thought I had a, a shot with you. I've now learned from context that you're engaged to Gelmeyer. No, big time. It doesn't mean anything to me, but I, I would have been a little more subtle with it. No, that's really cool and Anyway, chill. he might be dead now, so maybe we do have a chance? Dude! What? 
Everyone! 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 Oh, thank God, honey! <laughs> everyone! I saw it! I saw this. Babe! <laughs> I saw the sea monster! Okay, easy. Whoa, well, take it easy, and I flip a cheesesteak into his mouth. A Gelmir turns to the side. Hey, take a cube. Aw. And the cheesesteak flies uh, over its shoulder. The guy's not there anymore. I flash a look to Meredith. See what I mean? Nerd. Gelmir, you're supposed to... I told you to remember to eat. That's what we're doing here. This is more important. You have to listen to me. I saw the beast of the lake. Their name is Goose. They're immensely powerful, and if you see them, you gotta be awed, because I didn't give them enough of that, and they definitely wanted it. But I saw it. It saw- sounds like you saw a goose on a lake. No, it's, I saw a beast of the lake. That's name was Goose, silly. <laughs> um, okay, Gelmeyer. Uh, do you need help? No, I, I'm, I'm normal. I'm sort of thing that you said ex- exists. I mean, I'm just confirming the rumor. Uh, and, and Goose is real and has a task for us. We were out all day taking all sorts of readings, and uh, Dr. Dewey holds up his med scanner. So I set this thing to long range and big life forms. Nothing. Yeah, Gilmire, uh look, I guess it's time I had to talk with you. I've, uh, I've been telling people that I've seen the Lake Beast before. But the Lake Beast isn't real. It's a scam. I'll tell you guys. I scam other people. Gooses are real animals. Uh, yeah, maybe you saw a goose and you got confused. No, I saw a beast with a majestic neck. Maybe. And then as I... That's a goose. No, I did. I did, Meredith. I saw a majestic neck until I saw hey, its face. Hey, hey. I, I, heard, I heard things went bad with the Trinity of Guys. You don't have to do this, though. You know what I mean? Like, this doesn't change your role. I just, I didn't think I'd be the nerd for it. I, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Sh- sh- so I should tell you that I can't buy cubic anymore. I can't buy cubic anymore. What happened? Please no. just let me get out of the way. No, no I need you. Uh, need you as nay. A, need you. We need you to be witness of this. Sweetheart. <laughs> baby. What? Love. I know. Pie pie. Okay. Don't call me. Don't call Please, I beg you. We need you as witness. We need you as witness. I can witness you from across this space. It's nasty if nobody else is in here. Like, it gets really, really gross really fast. Gelmir puts an arm on Katya's shoulder. You save us. The cheesesteak falls from her hair with a thud. Um, Okay. I know. I appreciate you, and I know this sounds crazy, but I really did see the Beast of the Lake, and they warned me that there's some person, creature, thing coming to try to destroy this planet that we have to protect. And if we do protect, we'll get a wish. Gelmeyer, shut the fuck up, dude! We don't believe you! There's no Lake Beast! Gelmeyer, you don't have to make something up to impress me. I did. I'm not making it up. It's Gilmer, real. you do have to make something up to impress me, but not that. Not a lie that I made up myself, dude. There's no such thing as the Lake Beast. Get it through your head. There's no such thing as the Lake Beast. And you're a nerd. We just talked about that. Wow, I'm trying to... It's a, it's a, it's a bracing shot of reality. He's got to learn he's the nerd of the group. You know what? I was all ready to be the nerd of the group. But if you can accept the evidence that I have gathered, then I'm not the nerd. What I'm evidence? Not- yeah, you came here shouting about a lake piece. There's no evidence. Look at my look at my ankles. I walked up into the water. They're there. wet. 
you have wet ankles? That's I have wet ankles all the time. I'm always pissing on them. That doesn't mean I saw a lady. No. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm a cockroach. Oh, you know okay. what? Then forget all of you. I'm going to save the beast of the lake. I'm going to get Cubic back, and I'm going to do all myself and use the wish for I want to do, and none of you will have a say in it. Meredith, I love you, but right now, you're part of that. I found enough Galaxian to power the hyperwarp drive for that, that's amazing. a very long time. I'm going to not look at soul stuff anymore. Thank you, Katia. You're not going to do your job. You did the job for me, and I appreciate it 100%. Right now, I'm not a part of any of you. Gilmire, no! Get it through your thick skull. The episode is over. We got the Galaxium. <laughs> We're going back to the ship. Not everything's a crazy adventure, okay? There's no lake beast. You're just making it up to seem cool for your fiancé, who's clearly more into me than you. Liberty! You'll figure it out. <laughs> Gilmire, look. I know. It's really intense. We've talked about your social anxiety. I know it gets really crazy around new people and also people who you may or may not have met before. I think you should just take a step back. You haven't eaten your blood sugar. I know, I know, I know. Do I you know, want a protein I... bar? Okay, Ew, stop no, that. that's disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nobody wants that fucking protein bar. They're disgusting. You need to eat normal food or you're not going to pull. Here, have a cheesesteak. And I flip a cheesesteak to Katya. Eat it. It hits her in the face. God damn it. Oh, why? This whole group is falling apart. We need the guidance of a cool old guy to tell us what to do. There's just one thing I need to know. Yes. What's a cubic? Cubic. Right. Um, I have seen him writing about cubic in his diary in the cafeteria. <laughs> I gotta, you, you write like, so big. <laughs> I gotta get a smaller diary. He writes in loopy letters. Like oh my god. You child. have an imaginary friend? And you said you weren't the nerd? You have an imaginary friend. You're the nerd. He's not imaginary. He's just, I, I'm the only one who can see oh, him. Oh, where's his evidence? You have wet ankles and that's why he, there's no evidence. No, there's no evidence of him because there's obviously no evidence of cubic because I'm the only one who can see him. No one else can see him. I'm not, I'm not crazy. Gilma, medically, I am concerned. I'm going to have to scan your brain and I don't have all the, the best tools. So we're going to have to do it the old fashioned way. Get into the tent. That will have to wait. <gasps> God. Because over the horizon, you hear the distinctive sound of shuttlecraft engines. And you watch as a sleek, gunmetal black shuttlecraft zooms across the landscape and lands just outside your camp. You know right away who this belongs to, with the bright blue COC logo on the ship's tail, a dead giveaway. The Chesterfield Omniversal Conglomagorb, a family company. Oh my. God. Uh! With a hiss, the shuttlecraft door opens, and a short woman walks out. She's in her 50s, with what must be very long blonde hair tied in a large, tight bun. She's dressed for the outdoors, but in an expensive way. (laughs) She's got a tablet and an earpiece. Oh, nice. So do I recognize her? No. It's a big company. Hello, um... I'm sorry, I didn't... I I was under the impression this planet was uninhabited. Of course. Uh, this happens all the time. Hi, I'm Meredith Are Chesterfield. You... Yes. Hello. Hi. It's so nice to see you here. You must work for my parents. I must. I must work for your parents. What is your name? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm Maxine Hazing. Okay, I'm a VP for Xeno Local Resource Extraction at the COC. Xeno Local Resource Extraction. So you're mm-hmm. extracting local Xeno resources. 
Katja shakes her head. <laughs> yes, that is. Wow, that is so perceptive of you. Meredith, like, throws her hair back. We uh, have extracted various things uh, on a separate mission, and I believe the planet is now yours. We're done, right? I think we're actually probably done. Yeah, we're done here. You're the the daughter in the army. Yes, right. Okay, Um, so actually that's going to have to all be uh, returned. Sorry? Under whose authority? Under Meredith Chesterfield Sr.'s authority. (gasps) We leased the planet from the space birds. I'm sorry? Yes, yeah, so we we have the exclusive rights to all resources on the planet. So um, whatever you're collecting is possession of the company. And well, so in your capacity as a, um, you know, as a soldier, sorry, the company's rights sort of trumped out. Okay, well, that's actually fine because, and I, I look at everyone else in the group and go, we didn't find jack shit. Here, have a cheesesteak. And I flip a cheesesteak over to her. Uh, so we'll just be on our merry. We didn't find any galaxy or no, we didn't find shit. She does not burp. She does not almost puke. Oh, that's what's up. Reality does not click. Hey, you want another? Sure. Oh, right. I just keep flipping <laughs> cheesesteaks at her. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, yes, we've been sent here primarily to harvest the fizzle bees. Uh, their reputation for extreme, shall we say, stamina uh, is a highly desired by a certain segment of our customer base. What exactly is the industry of your family? I, I've never been made aware. The Chesterfields? Yes. Chesterfield Omniversal, we like to say, is in a little bit of everything. Okay. A highly diversified portfolio of businesses. It's oh, a highly diversified portfolio of businesses. Yeah, it's a highly diversified portfolio of businesses. The stamina thing seems like a sex thing. Oh, yeah. These People get tired of having sex. They just pop, pop those guys, right? It, yes. Yeah, yes, that's what's up. I get real tired having yeah. sex. We'll be marketing this to you. <laughs> oh, and I'll be buying them. Yes. I'll be buying them. <laughs> Then we'll just be on our merry. Yes, that would be Something, great if yeah. you could all, frankly, leave the planet. Okay, that's fine. This place sucks. I'm sorry, everyone. But, Maxine, I met a giant neck with a face in the water named oh Goose, and they what? said no. They Are you said, doubling down on this? They said that someone was going to try to ruin the planet, Get and here. here you are trying to ruin the planet, and I have to stand your way. This Gelma, you have to respect business. That's my family company. But Goose said that someone's going to try to stop them, and here she is saying Bird. she's going to try to ruin the planet. We can planet. talk about birds talking to you when it's, like, cute and just us, but that doesn't, that's not real. Goose isn't a bird, they're a beast of the lake. I'm sorry, but I am with Gelmeyer, not on basis of strange bird that he met in lake, but on the basis of the fact that I do not believe a company deserves to own resources on a planet. I'm sorry, then well, you'll have to take that up with the space birds. And Maxine takes out and puts on a pair of eyeglasses. And when she does, you are all taken a little aback. <gasps> this eh. woman eh. is steely. Oh. When she looks at you, she looks through you. Uh, Joe? Yeah? Could I make a lasers roll? Because Katja's pretty steely. You can make a feelings roll. Okay. okay. You love the sound of players respecting <laughs> the game master. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it is a three, which is a failure. I don't know how they do things in the Astro Soviet Collective, but if you'd prefer, I can place you under corporate arrest. Whoa. I would prefer it, actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. I get arrested a lot. It's not fun. It's fun, but it's, 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 it's time consuming. Why don't we just, why don't we just get out of here? We didn't find any resources on the planet. 
You just go back to the ship. We're done here. I don't see what the problem is. You guys can all go without me. Gelmir takes his comms badge, tears it off his chest, tosses to Meredith. <laughs> uh, after she tries to bite down on it, she spits it out. Come here. Serious? When this works, I'll be back for it. I love you, but. I love you too. Is this something I gotta do? Is this a real thing? I know you don't believe me, but I spoke to Goose, a giant neck in the water. I have to protect it. And I don't care if I'm not a nerd, and I don't care if I'm not a captain. It's the right thing to do. Oh my god, you're the fiance. Yes, I am the fiance. Yes, he is. And she sort of like grabs Katya and pulls her really close and then <laughs> grabs Galmire around Katya and no! also pulls him close. This is how I know I could endure prison. Oh, is this? A, a, it's a thruple. No. 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 She is a witness no. to our little tittering. I'm also having hard enough time just being couple. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, uh, Memoreth <laughs> said it was a whole thing. But we'll go. Just take you. mouth out of hair and ear and say to his face, please. I love you, baby, but I gotta go. Gelmir spins around and starts running, uh, running, running, running towards the water. Katja's gonna withdraw her vaser and also run. Okay, as you do, three burly guys in all black fatigues march out of the shuttlecraft carrying Chesterfield Omniversal Conglomagorb standard issue phaser rifles, and they're following you. They're giving pursuit. Actually, Joe, is there any possibility that Katja has some kind of cloaking device or something at her disposal to kind of evade them? No. You did not bring a personal cloaking device with you down to this uninhabited planet. Okay. But you do have your engineer's know-how if you want to use the resources of the forest to craft some kind of disguise or decoy. Okay, yeah. Mm. As you're thinking about that, Maxine Hazing turns back to Meredith and says, I'm so sorry about this. It's SOP, and I'm sure they will treat your friends uh, with care as long as they do not conflict with the interests of the company, in, in which case lethal force will have to be used. That's just SOP. She goes, I understand, Sop. And then she turns heel and runs into the forest after the rest. And as soon as Liberty sees the guys in the black fatigues, his training kicks in. He turns to Maxine Hazing, uh, and he says, I surrender. <laughs> Thank you. Cockroach. Two things. One, this planet is finally interesting. Now that there's guys with guns chasing people around. I'd like to have some fun with that. And two, can't leave our nerd behind. Oh, fuck, you're right. And I, my other training kicks in at that point. And I reach into my apron and I, uh, I pull a shiv out and I throw it right at her. Hell yeah. Liberty, I need you to make three lasers rolls. Three lasers rolls? Okay. Three lasers. Here we go. Okay, that was a failure. Okay. Also a failure. Okay. That was my laser feelings. Oh! Do you want to ask me a question? Yeah. Uh, did it work? <laughs> no. Oh, man. Run! <laughs> Without even a hint of a reaction, Maxine steps six inches Hard to the left. But I threw to the right. But to her. Right. Oh, no, but to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, this chick is like an anime. And then. <laughs> she grabs the shiv out of the air effortlessly. See? Oh, my God. And then that blade is returning. It hits you right in the sternum. 
Luckily, you've got a hard exoskeleton. Oh, thank God, I'm a bug. But something more important is pierced. Your heart. Oh, my old foot is significantly worse. I mean, symbolically. Oh, thank God. I barely care about my symbolic heart. <laughs> oh, phew. Boy, I got out of that one easy. Let's go. And I grab uh, Dewey by the arm and my hard outer wings open and my soft uh, underwing. And I just like, and I tear out just dragging Dewey with me. Yeah. Dr. Dewey scrambles to climb on top of Liberty uh, and pulls out his saber and, and points onward ho. Mm. We cut to Gilmer. What are you doing? Up ahead, there's a hole. A hole I created by getting a sample of dirt. If we trick them, they might fall into that hole. Where is hole? How many clicks? It's about... Oh my god, I'm doing math. I am a nerd. It's half a click to the right, behind that big rock. The rock that Liberty was standing on. Katja is going to uh, pull out a crystal of galaxium and pop it into a slot on her vaser to kind of hyperpower it. Cool. Okay, and she uh, she takes off. It turns out actually that Katja was like a like she almost went to the Olympics. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. oh yeah. really? Cool. That's so impressive. Yeah, yeah. but instead she enlisted. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. So she probably has retained a bunch of that training and sort of raw athletic ability. Yeah, her sprinting is ex- excellent. It's sublime. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Gelmer is also quite physically fit. Oh yeah, he's fast. Yeah, yeah, very fast. And so he's running towards the half a click hole away. Yeah, make a laser's roll. One, which is a success. Okay, you make it to the hole. Oh, boy! <laughs> no, what are you doing? <laughs> Kacha covers his mouth. If I take my hand off your mouth, you have to promise to be stealthy. We can lay a trap. They will follow us. We do not have to wait for them to show up with their razor rifles. Okay, I have taken my hand away from your mouth. You can do the same. I wanted to respect your decision. And so when you took off your hand of my mouth, I wasn't I was like, does she really want that? So I covered my mouth. I own it. Katja pauses. She looks around. She sees one of the upside down trees, pulls Gelmeyer, <laughs> and goes into a handstand. And you hear the chopper like sounds of Liberty flying towards you. He's moving faster than those guys. He's uh, being ridden by uh, Dr. Dewey. He gets uh, right uh, up onto that rock. Again, he looks around and goes, Where are they? Where are they? And uh, he falls right into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! And just as that happens, you start to see three lasers sweeping through the jungle. The sights of three laser rifles. Okay. Um, Katja is going to take a cluster of galaxium, wrap a metal coil around it, and start running the coil as she moves away from the space. So she's like moving deeper into the forest. Okay. As she's like as she's moving backwards running this coil, she's going to peer down into the hole. Uh-huh. Get out and follow me. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Dewey follows. Okay. Yeah, Liberty just like scrambles up the, the side of the, the, the hole. Stay low. I'm so tall. Liberty, look. Lasers scans the environs. We must stay below some. <gasps> and my training kicks in and I go into normal cockroach mode and I'm just like crawling on the ground and it's like horrible to look at. I'm six and a half feet long. Yeah, <laughs> that's my roach. Um, once Katja has run the coil a fair mm-hmm. distance, Katja sees a moss-covered stone that's large enough to conceal the four of them. Is it, It's just big enough? It's it's just big enough. 
Okay, this it is actually crazy, has but it curves in all the right places. Ooh, baby. Yeah. It's an hourglass shape. Yeah. Stuff. Sometimes it's the rock you need <laughs> and the rock you want. She's gonna curl behind it. Yeah. And use her blowtorch to ignite the metal coil. I see. I see. So it's that it a, lights like a fuse. It's not a rope. It's a fuse. Exactly. Get down and stay against the rock. Okay. 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 I hope Meredith is safe. Well, I trust her. She's very independent. As you're lying in wait, you start to hear the voices of these three guards approaching your position. Uh, yeah, I I think I saw them go this way, but just keep, a, just keep an eye out. One of these targets, there's been a long priority kill order on. Well, then that's the one we're going to want to kill first. Yeah. Mm. Top priority. And then secondary and tertiary priority. Yeah. In terms of when? I mean, we want to kill all of them. We'll kill all of them. Yeah, we'll we'll kill shoot, them shoot, shoot to kill boys. But listen, you, you you can't have three top priorities. That's just not how it works. No, top to, is one. Top is one. That's number one. That's first day of training. First day of training. I, I, I think it's the one that, uh, that seems like he wants to be taller than he is. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got, absolutely. Uh, Katya, make a lasers roll. I got my lazy feeling, baby. Oh! Whoa! Oh! oh. Hey! Ow. Today's laser feelings are brought to you by Polly Walnuts. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Uh, Katya, do you want to ask me a question? Is there a way we can enlist the help of Goose while we're trying to win this battle? Goose isn't real. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> it's, a, it's a legend, a fairy tale, a tall tale. Listener, you have to see the look on Tim's face. <laughs> This is betrayal of the highest order. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying, how would Katya do that? Katya doesn't believe. I said we. But Katya got the laser feelings roll, right? Yeah, but I mean, maybe if if the, maybe if we were near the lake, if, if like Gelmeyer. Maybe if Gelmeyer rolled the laser feelings, but this is Katya's laser roll. So that's not happening. Okay. If you believed me before, maybe this would have feelings would have done something. Yeah, if you be- if Katya believed in her heart that Goose was real, then maybe things would be different. But we know she doesn't. She does. She's a skeptic at heart. She is. She's put away childish things. Like she doesn't fairy believe tales, in aliens. Storybooks. Yeah, she did it at age nine when she learned how to drive. Anyways, the Galaxium explodes. Yeah. No. The, uh, the guards go flying. Oh! Oh! oh I landed on my neck. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, oh, brothers! I am the first to die. Oh, oh, I think I'm the sec. And that leaves. <sighs> and Meredith enters on her old money legs. They're decrepit, but they've got her here. <laughs> and she yells, Chesterfield, Vazor, secret override passphrase. Baby Meredith says no. Oh, <laughs> it's already handled. <laughs> <laughs> all of the guards, all of their Vazors power down as they're dead. <laughs> <sighs> Guys! Oh my gosh! Are you here? Meredith, you're scanning the forest and all you see is is endless upside down trees and grow bushes and one rock with curves in all the right places. Oh, hey, what? Okay. Okay, so these guys just died uh, and then she just keeps running forward. Um, Katja is keeping a lookout. She's got yeah. one of those little uh, dentist mirrors. Yeah. And she's like looking around the corner of the rock and when she sees Meredith, she reaches out and grabs her by the wrist and drags her over. Go! Okay, you're safe. You're safe from the explosion. Good. Oh, explosion. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> Good plan. Oh my gosh, great plan. You know what else is fun? Didn't well, even know you. You left a plan. That's awesome. 
Oh, yes, I do. In fact, if you had asked me years ago to help you plan your wedding, it would have happened by now. God damn it. I hated doing that. <laughs> Meredith. Babe. You joined the resistance. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You joined the resistance. What do you mean by that? We are the resistance. What concilium? It's a very large government. I think what Gelmeyer is saying is that you are no longer taking the side of your family's conglomerate over free resources for your future husband. Oh, we, we are robbing a, another recognized sovereign force, as it turns out. If this planet truly is uh, in space but Tectopia territory, <laughs> Contracts, domain names, uh, territory. It's not about any of that stuff. It's about the creatures on this planet who deserve to live here and who promised us a wish if we protect them. We're good. There are real problems here, Kelmar. We don't need to be chasing fanciful tales of big necks. It's not a fanciful tale. It really happened. It is a fanciful tale, dude. We got people coming at us there with guns. We got a big black uh, gunmetal ship, which is like a tactical black ship chasing us now. We're in real danger. We don't have time for your fairy tale stories, nerd. Okay, now the thing we gotta fucking do, rather than talking about fairy tale stories, we gotta figure out where their ship is, and we gotta blow it up. That's where I come in. I'm gonna throw a rock at that ship, and I'm gonna blow it up. My one wish. That's what you've always wanted. Yeah. You know what, Liberty? We can make that wish come true, and blow up that ship. We'll all get what we want. And you won't have to wait long for that opportunity, because Fuck you yeah. hear the sound of uh, what can only be robot legs walking now through the forest. Yes, this shuttlecraft has transformed into a mech mode. Ooh. And it is being piloted by, yes, Maxine Hazing. Over the head of this shuttlecraft mech, there are now two large vacuums that are whirring, and you watch as they are pulling in the fizzle bees from the forest. <gasps> Stamina. At an alarming rate. That's fine. That's what they came for. We just don't want them to mess with us and the galaxy we had to come get. No! no! We have to save the planet. What? Katja is going to take off in a sprint, trying to stealthily move towards... She's cutting a curve around to where the robot is. Okay. She's trying to flank it. In her tool belt, she has two small electromagnets that were to life that disrupt electric signals. And she's going to try to basically kind of hamstring the robot by placing them strategically on the legs. Okay. Yeah, I need you to make two laser rolls. I got my lasers feeling, laser Yo! feelings again. Wow. <laughs> Katya, do you want to ask me a question? Yeah. How do we take down this robot? Katya, I'm sorry. It's not going to be with these two small electromagnets. Okay, well, she has more than two, but... You know, this isn't government issue, concilium, okay. hardware. This is top-of-the-line Chesterfield omniversal uh, shuttle mech. So she's going to go. She's moving towards it, and she's, like, she's she's running behind, like, the ankle of this robot. <laughs> and she's going to try to place... She's placing the magnets on either side of the ankles. They have no effect. They attach, but they don't pull on each other. So as the robot's ankle lifts off to mm -hmm. take a step forward, uh, Katja is carried along with it, which gives her the idea to try to scale this robot with the electromagnets. Okay, great. So one by one, she's going to use them as grips to go up to the cockpit of the mech. Great. Uh, the four of you, you see Katya doing this. 
Wow, she's doing it. What the fuck? Oh, look at her go. Wait, Nibidi, can't you fly? Oh, yeah, easily. And I open my hard outer wings and uh, my soft underwing. And you hear the, like, chopper sound as I, as I begin to take off. I go, all right, I'm going to go uh, fuck that thing up. And I pick a rock up off the ground and I fly towards it. I remember it's the cockroach can fly. Katya, make a laser's roll. It's a two, a success. Great. As you're climbing up the shuttlecraft, uh, it turns, its torso turns Ooh. as if Maxine has taken notice of you. Okay. And one of its mech hands reaches out to grab you. Okay, Katya has that galaxian loaded into her vaser, so she's going to try and fire at the palm of his hand. Katya, this is a heavily shielded craft. Your vaser blast bounces off the hull and ricochets back at you, searing you in the shoulder. Yet. Nobody defends themselves against an attack from my co-worker. And at that, I'm going to look at the rock in my hand, uh-huh. and I'm going to whisper to myself, Bryce Harper. I'm going to prepare to throw it with my hand and say, no, I'm a cook. And I put it onto my uh, my, my spatula. And just like I've been flipping cheesesteaks to everybody all night, I flip it at the machine to try to blow up this machine. Liberty, you think back in this moment to all the times you've seen as a boy a fancy car or a oh, fuck you. fancy bike. Fuck you. You think you're better than me? Or a fancy ambulance. Fuck, what, what, what fucking neighborhood am I in? <laughs> and the rocks you've thrown. Oh, yeah. And I, then I remember as the car exploded, the bike exploded, the ambulance exploded, then the ambulances that came to save that ambulance. And one by one, they exploded. <laughs> and I got on the news, the worst little boy in the world. A mayor for a day in a town like Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. There was a parade. Wee. My face lights up. But this is different. Huh? This is Chesterfield quality. Oh, no. Your rock bounces off. It bounces off, but what happens after? Nothing. It was harmless. Oh, it did? What the fuck? Oh, no. Oh, God, I'm a sitting duck out here. Yes, and the other hand, the free hand of this mech, whips around to you and charges with a vaser cannon and blasts you. Make a lasers roll. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. I got a success. <laughs> You, you barrel roll away. Woo! Yeah! Gelmeyer. There it is. Nothing's working. What do you know about this woman? I don't know anything about her. I only need to know about you. What? Is this real for you? It's 100% real. It's as real as cubic. Okay. <laughs> I haven't met cubic yet. You can't because he's invisible only to me. <laughs> it's, as real as, it's as real as you. The conversations we have. The love that we have for each other. Like, I I saw it. I believe. I'm not asking you to believe in something you haven't seen for yourself. I'm not crazy. I'm not an idiot. But I need you to know that I saw it, that I believe it, and I know it's true. And if I'm somehow wrong, you can make fun of me about it for the rest of our goddamn lives together. Which will be millions of years. Because <laughs> we're going to be married for millions of years. <laughs> or at least 65. <laughs> Katja lands with a crash. She goes flung by the mech right in between. Yeah. <laughs> right in between Meredith and Gelmeyer. If you hadn't gotten here, we would have gotten a lot grosser. See how helpful this is? Oh, Katya, I cannot penetrate that thing. Katya, are you injured? And and Dr. Dewey whips open his lab coat. Oh! And it's, it's full of various medical devices. Actually, Dr. Dewey. Yes? If anyone can make a hole in the robot, it would be Wait. you. Yeah. No, we got it. We got it. Meredith, you don't have to roll for this. I just have to ask you. Yeah. Do you, Meredith Chesterfield, believe Gilmire Lysander? No, but I believe (laughs) that he believes. And I want to act on that belief. I think 
this is the first time you've really, truly been engaged. Babe. What? I'll be right back. Okay. And then she throws him his calm, and she rips her calm off and throws her him her calm. What's mine is yours, what's yours is mine! Starts running on her old money decrepit legs. And it's something borrowed and something blue. <laughs> and she runs towards the mech. The mech turns to face you. She stops. Hi, Meredith. Hi, Maxine. This is getting a little wild. I think it really would be best if you and your friends left the planet. We have some important work here to do that is very important to your father. See, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe it'd be fun if it got a little wilder. Chesterfield mech mode secret override passphrase. Baby Meredith says, play with me. What? <laughs> no. What? No. Meredith, please, that's not... uh, We're having a conversation. And as Maxine is saying this, the mech shudders. (laughs) The mech shudders and begins to transform. And it reforms with Maxine inside of it into shape of teddy bear. Yay! Oh my god, fun! And she runs forward and puts out her hand. The teddy bear grasps it softly. She grabs the hand and they have a picnic. As you're having a picnic, you hear, uh, round two, motherfucker, as uh, Liberty just, like, he's, he's flown off into the woods and he's back with a different rock, an even bigger, sharper rock. And he, uh, he once again, he whispers Bryce Harper to himself and he flips it on his uh, spatula hand at the now teddy bear mech. He doesn't know what the fuck is happening, but he's aiming to kill. Liberty, you flash back to all of the stuffed animals at Fancy toy stores and... Ah, fuck you! Fancy carnivals. Fuck you! Wait, why does this keep happening? And fancy hospitals. Ooh, fuck you especially! That you've thrown rocks at. And I remember as the, the fancy toy stores and the fancy carnivals and the fancy hospitals, they all burn down. And you just see, like, fire in the background. It's like a young Liberty just, like, laughing. Like, ha, 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 ha. You see this get no coverage because the Phillies win! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, everything else is just, like, on fire anyway. Just completely lateral. We cut back. But again, I have to stress, this is Chesterfield quality. That rock does nothing. Sure. But wait, wait, I've left myself open for an attack. <laughs> it doesn't come. This what is the a teddy bear. I barrel roll away again into the woods. What's going on? The face of the teddy bear opens up and Maxine tumbles out. She's a little worse for wear. This isn't a transformation that a human was supposed to be inside for. And so she's a little frazzled. She's a little unkempt. Her blonde hair has come out of its its large bun and it is flowing. It goes all the way down to her ankles. And she looks up at you. She adjusts her glasses and she says, Meredith, please, I know it would be fun for you to have a picnic with this teddy bear. Mm-hmm. But understand, I am here for work. Mm-hmm. If this is a failure, I will be fired for cause. I am not in the family. Do you understand? Yes. I was an intern for 15 years. And Meredith places a single finger upon her lips, <gasps> and she pulls out a bag full of diamond rings. <gasps> Whoa. Consider this severance. Ooh. It's really good. It, there's like a lot of diamonds in there. <laughs> I... This could be enough to start a food truck. (laughs) And sort of discover myself? Yes, girl, yes. And here's the thing about discovering yourself. I do not want to hear from you. Yeah, no. (laughs) 
Not right now, baby. I nope. do. I, I. You have to understand. You can I give you some advice, friend? Mm-hmm. You have a lot of work to do with that family. Mm-hmm. You have a lot. This may. I don't know how often you've had to do this in your life. You have a lot of people to impress. You have a lot of very powerful people to impress. That's very going to be very easy for me. I have a column in the paper. <laughs> Meredith is gazing lovingly at Kelmeyer. Honestly, I'll spend my whole life trying to win them over. But you, I keep playing pretend with the bed the way you all think I play pretend with stuff too. That's why we're together. Yeah. Right? No. Okay. But that's okay. You were amazing out there. No, you took control. Not. Yeah. You gave me those diamonds. I know those diamonds meant so much to you. I'm going to buy you nice diamonds. Really? <laughs> I'm gonna you buy don't you have nice to. I do. I want you. I want you. With my paycheck. From the government. So cute. You are cute. And you're moving that time. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no serious. Yeah. I just got to hear this. Maxine <laughs> has gotten back into the teddy bear. And the teddy bear, you hear engines power up. And the teddy bear, like, rockets off of the planet. Oh, shoot. Bye. And stitch number 25 for you there, Katya. You're good as new. Thank you. Okay. We've lost some of the Galaxium, but that's okay. We got more than I had hoped for. And now I feel good leaving this planet knowing that it is not under the control of a corporation any longer. Right? Well... You've got a lot to learn. And at that, Liberty emerges from the tree line. uh, And you see he's wearing, like, uh, tattered rags. And he has a large, sharpened stick. And he has, like, war paint under his eyes. And you see, like, an army of very small, cute, sort of, like, semi-sentient, like, native creatures Uh behind him. And he goes, light him up, boys. Let's find that mech and kill it. (laughs) And they all, they charge forward. And he looks around and goes, what's going on? Where's the mech? It's gone. I'm the linguist of the bunch. <laughs> yes, sir. And they all they all just sort of like they move forward and they lose sight of him and Liberty looks around and goes, What's going on? Liberty, the one thing you're surprised about in this moment is that it's only Meredith and Katya and Dewey. Gilmer has wandered away from the group. Huh? Where's the nerd? We fade and see Gilmer has wandered, it's actually not that far. He's wandered over to the shores of a certain lake. Goose, Goose, we saved you. Me and my friends, we're... <sighs> Didn't follow again. Well, I guess I'm not the leader of the captain. Over here. Oh, Goose. Huge. <laughs> I was right here again. I was I on guess... the right side of the lake. I guess I'm not really a scientist nerd either if I couldn't even see that. I'm not a captain. Hey, that's okay, you're... You're right. I should stop trying to be somebody else. Tell me just no matter what. You just have to be what you've been trying to be lately. You don't have to be anything other than that. <laughs> You're right, Goose. And now I know that, thanks to you. Gilmer, yeah? I thank you. The Fizzlebees thank you. Um, I wouldn't have had it any other way. But you did say there was a wish, right? Yes, of course. I wish for, I wish for, wish for Cubic back. Gilmer? Yeah? All right, Cubic, go ahead. Hello! And Cubic appears on your shoulder. Cubic! Cubic! Uh, uh, Gilmer grabs his little hands and starts um, spinning him around. Cubic, it's you! It's really you! It's really me! Those are really my feet, not my hands! (laughs) Cubic! (laughs) Where'd you go? I'm so sorry I let you stray. Oh, I, I was with Goose! 
You with Goose the whole time? Why didn't you help? Why didn't you show up again? Because I was mad at you. <laughs> I have my own life. And sometimes I have my own emotions. And sometimes I get mad at you. For trying to be a nerd? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't ever fucking do it again. Okay, Cubic. Okay. <laughs> Cubic. Did you tell them about me? I did. Don't. Oh, I, but they didn't believe me. <laughs> okay. Now they think I'm crazy. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I've told Meredith about you, though. She's going to be my wife one day. You can talk, speak to her, right? No. <laughs> Cubic. What? Cubic, remember what we talked about. Okay. Fine. That wasn't really a wish I granted. Cubic was just here and just reappeared. So what if I made it so that Meredith could see Cubic? Could that be your wish? I definitely would wish that, but only if Cubic said it's okay. Well, I don't have all day, so. <laughs> what are you doing, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> this lake has hidden dead. So, of course. Hidden deadline. <laughs> I've got to call him to run. <laughs> hmm. I just loved us being a duo. If we're a trio, okay. Yeah. We'll be a trio, but I promise I will not be the nerd. Well, I'm not going to be the nerd. She will be the nerd. She'll be the nerd. She knows, like, you throw your fiance out of the bus. Dude, she knows passwords to like mechs. She like knows passwords and like secret codes to like make mechs make sense. Like, make the wish. I wish that. I, I wish that Meredith could see Cubic. Gilmer, when you turn to say that, when you turn to make your wish, there's no one there. What? Goose? Goose is, Goose is gone. And all you see is the gentle ripple in the lake surface of something submerging. Goodbye, Goose. I hope the wish I made came true, but you did not confirm. You also did not deny, but you also did not confirm. I would have appreciated some confirmation. Abe? (sighs) Meredith. Hey, what's going on down here? Are you peeing? No, Meredith, but I did want to introduce you to somebody very important to me. This is Cubic. I'm part of his deal. What adventure lies next amongst, oh, these, those stars of space? Oh, these, those stars of space stars Ali Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Oh, these, those stars of space is edited by Sam Grant, designed by Joe Lepore, and produced by Joe Lepore at Bucket of Milk, with the support of our patrons and our rear admiral, Lucas Wagner. Our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Space.